0: Do a little something, a little something different. Do a little something different. Amen. We are the lights, anyway. We the real light. Praise the Lord. Praise the holy name of Jesus. How many of you know tonight that God is with you? Amen. God is in this place. Amen. Hallelujah, and we thank him tonight. We thank our Holy Father. We bless you, Lord. You are so good. You are exceedingly good. You are great. It's it's a shame to even call you good. You're you're, you're beyond good. You are great, Father God. And we proclaim your goodness in this sanctuary today. And uh, I want to pray and declare healing over anyone who is experiencing pain right now. Just slip your hand up. In the name of Jesus Christ, be healed from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. At this very moment, receive your healing. Receive your healing in the mighty name of Jesus. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Crown of your head to the soles of your feet. Receive healing right now in the name of Jesus. The name that is above every name. Pain has to go. Pain has to flee. At the name of Jesus Christ. Disease has to go. Amen. By the authority of Jesus Christ, we we proclaim healing in this sanctuary. In this sanctuary, we proclaim healing in the mighty name of the Lord. Amen. We declare that the Lord will go before us. And he he will make the crooked places straight. He will make the low places low or high and the high places low. He's going to level the playing field for us. Instances and ways in which we were at a disadvantage, he's going to give us the advantage because God is with us. And because God is with us, we're going to have victory in every situation, every circumstance in our life. We can expect that. Why? Because God is with us. Amen. God is present in the world. And we're going to see tonight that since God, since the inception of Jesus Christ being placed in the earth, the whole earth is in a revolutionary stage. The whole earth is in the process of being transformed as we speak. The only thing we got to do is just orientate our minds, our hearts to where God's heart is. Amen. Amen. All we got to do is line up, be one with it, be one with his perfect will. And we are, when we are one with his perfect will, guess what? We will have a perfect life. Ah, oh, that don't exist. Yeah, it exists. Be ye perfect, even as my father is perfect. Now we have the grace, saints of God, to be perfect, even as he is perfect. Because he's made himself available to us. Amen. And he's made himself available in the person of the Holy Ghost. He has given us a gift. He came forth from heaven. He was a gift. But then after he left, he gave us a gift. Which is the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. And the Holy Spirit of God gave us a gift. Which is speaking in tongues. Now we have a heavenly tongue. So we can speak to the heavens. We can command the heavens to open up as a son and daughter of God. Amen. We don't have to wait and pray and say, I wish the heavens would open up. I wish I can receive my miracle. No, I can reach down into my well and into my knower, knowing that that miracle has been bought and paid for with a price. With the blood-bought covenant of Jesus Christ, it has been paid for, for every blood-bought child of God. You have those privileges. As a kingdom citizens. you have those rights to live in wholeness, to live in salvation. You guys don't look excited about it. I shouldn't be surprised. You don't look excited, but looks ain't everything. Looks ain't everything. I see y'all think your minds are turning. He don't sound like Pastor Tom. Guess what? I'm not. (laughs) Pastor Tom, he he deems you guys need something a little different today, a different dynamic, a different angle, a different perspective, if you will. Why? Because it helps us with our believer. It helps us with our thinking. Amen. Why do you think there was four Gospels? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? Four different people have different perspectives. This lady right here has two daughters. They have two two different perspectives on who their mother is because they have two different experiences. Amen? I have a different experience from my father because my experiences with my father were different than all my brothers and sisters. So differences help. They edify. That's why there's different giftings, different callings. There's people who operate in the gift of prophecy, the word of knowledge, interpretation of tongues. We need all those gifts, different diversities. Amen? Amen. To what? To build. To build the body of Christ. I want to be built. Right? When you understand and know your purpose, you know you got to be built up. You got to be built up with the word of God. You got to have that spirit going forth, triumphing over the flesh. Because the, the, uh, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is what? It's weak. It's weak. The, the, the spirit is eternal. All right. So what I want to do is I want to point out a prophecy in the word of God. Uh, if you like, you can go to Isaiah. The prophet Isaiah 7 and 14. And if you're there, say amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And if you just want to listen to me quote it, you can read it later. You can jot it down in a note or you can just commit it to memory. Some of you uh, young bodies in here like Zimi, you probably have a, a, a memory that's razor sharp. You're going to remember every single scripture that uh, we presented today because of that anointed memory you got. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So Isaiah is saying, therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel, which is interpreted, God is with us. God is with us. So this is what I call a criterion scripture. It sets like a precedence, a benchmark, a qualification on the Messiah, who the Messiah is, who Jesus Christ is. Because it defines the Messiah being birthed or conceiving a son, a virgin. Conceiving a son. It's a criterion. It's a qualification. It says, people of God, you're going to receive a sign. What does a sign tell us? A sign directs us. It helps us. Right? In traffic, a sign If you see a stop sign, it helps you from running the stop sign because when you see that stop sign, you got to stop at that stop sign or else there could be problems and repercussions if you don't stop at that stop sign. So that stop sign helps governs and regulates what's going on in our lives, in our traffic, because if you get into a traffic accident, that's serious business. That's one of the last things I want to be involved in myself. Okay, they're costly, they're time-consuming, they're painful, and they're frustrating. Anybody know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Amen, amen. So God says he's going to send you a sign. He's going to send us a sign. And that virgin shall bear a son. So what is he talking about, virgin? A virgin is someone who hasn't been touched Or consummated by a man so God doesn't need an aid of a man he's going to do it with the word his word the son being born after his spirit is going to be birth to this woman amen and it's going to be a sign for the people of God all right he's letting us know that there's something coming we in Florida we get these amber alerts I think it was weeks ago uh Every other day, the Amber Alert on my phone was going off. That's to let us know that babies were missing, right? This child is taken. That child is taken. This person's looking for a three-year-old, and this person's looking for a five-year-old. And, and every time I turn around, getting these loud beeps, these loud hums from the Amber Alert. Now I think they got silver alerts, right? Amen. So God is, what is he doing? He's alerting us. He's alerting the people of God. Hey, when this starts to happen, guess what? My Messiah is in the earth. My Messiah is present. My statement of me being present in the world, me being with you, my proof is there. Because I'm defining it. I'm giving you all the hints, all the clues, all the reasons. I'm giving you the proof, verifiable proof, undeniable proof that I left something in the earth for you. And that proof is saying that I'm with you. It said his name is Emmanuel. He says, I'm with you. I'm with all of you. Amen. Amen. Therefore, you cannot fail because my compassion towards you fails not. And my mercies are new every what? Come on, church, finish it with me. Don't fall asleep on me now. Huh? Every day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Every single day. My mercies are new. Brand spanking new. That's why it's a sin to hold a grudge body of Christ. It's a sin to walk in unforgiveness. It's a sin to perceive somebody in darkness when God has brought that child to light with his precious blood. If you don't forgive another sins, why should, I get, why should I forgive your sins? When my sons, my Emmanuel, paid it off. Without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. How many of y'all believe that? Amen. How many of you believe that there's nothing that the blood of Christ, no sin too great, that the blood of Christ cannot wash away? Not nothing. Nothing. That's why the scripture says where sin abound, grace, grace much more abounds. Amen. Much more. The power of grace. Grace is, is not the same thing as mercy. It's like a two-way highway. Not the same thing. Oh, Father, I need your mercy because I, I sin. Yeah, you get that. You get the mercy. But guess what? God's going to also send you down grace. He's going to send you down the anointing. Amen? So you can expect that. If you need mercy in a situation, expect that grace to follow that. So that you don't keep repeating the same cycles. And the enemy renders you powerless because you find yourself in guilt. So those reasons are in the earth. God himself, Scripture says God himself will send the sign. He will send the Messiah in the earth. And, she, and he will be conceived of a virgin. So if any other person, false prophets, false messiahs, talking about they're the Messiah, I was a part of a clique like that. God was born in Georgia, wasn't born of a virgin. He had the last name, a different last name, an earthly last name. He can't be the Christ. He doesn't follow. He doesn't fit the criterion to be Yeshua Messiah. He's not the seed of Abraham. Amen. So God is sending out through his prophets the definition of the Messiah. And what we can expect. Well, we can expect. Because he's just that. Amen. Amen. Glory be to God. No one but God can fulfill prophecy like our God. Let's go to Matthew 1 and 18. 1 1 and 18. And it says, now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privately. I got to cover her. All right. But while he thought. Now, all this was done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, a virgin shall be with child and shall bring forth a son. They shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted as God is with us. The fulfillment of prophecy. No, no other person than God can do that. Isaiah proceeded. The New Testament, Matthew, over 700 years before it was fulfilled. And some of you say, well, why wasn't it filled that next week? That's a good question. Why did it take 700 years? And in comparison, America is not even 400 years old. So it gives you an idea how long, how accurate the prophecy was over 700 years. Before the prophecy was fulfilled. But it was fulfilled. Because God had to wait. For the right person. Blessed are you Mary. And highly favored are you. So you shall shall conceive a son. And he will be of the Holy Spirit. Blessed and highly favored are you. Just like each and every one of us. We have something to do for God. We have something that we're carrying for God. Amen. And it's up to us to find out what that is. And being here, being taught here at Treasure Coast Victory Center, we're getting an idea of what our purpose is, what God's plan is for our life. Amen. And that's to, to walk in complete and total victory in this life. Hallelujah. So it's not, prophecy is not just for Isaiah. Prophecy is not just for Mary. Prophecy is not just for Jesus, but it is for every blood-bought believer in Jesus Christ. She carried a son. Now we're carrying what? The Holy Spirit, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Colossians 1, 27. Amen. So God is with you. God is in you. God is for you, and if God be for you, who can be against you and win? I got news for you. A lot of people can be against you, but they won't win. Hallelujah. They cannot win. We cannot fail. We don't serve a God that fails. Sometimes it may look with your natural eyes that you're failing. Sometimes it may look with your natural eyes that you're falling short. Sometimes it may look that way, but guess what? We don't walk. Come on, brother. Amen. This is a Holy Ghost meeting. Go ahead. Speak it out. You ain't going to offend me. Shout it out. Glory be to God. Come on now. We walk by faith, not by sight. Amen. Yeah. We walk by faith. We walk by what the word of God says. The written word of God. You get a false report from the doctor. We going to believe that report. Are we going to believe what the, the word the word says? Amen. We're going we to believe what the word of God says. You know, I feel like a loser. I feel like, you know, giving up. Is that is that God's report? No, his report says I'm 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 hit. Come on ahead. Not to tell, shall no weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen? Why? Because we be Abraham's seed. Galatians 3.26 and 29. All the promises of God, all the promises. That's why some people get confused. Well, that part, Ben, where you said God's going to make the, the broken places or, or the crooked places straight and stuff like that. God was talking to King Cyrus when he said that. So you're not theologically correct. (laughs) Oh, yeah. What does Corinthians say? All the promises of God are yes and amen. We bring Abraham's seed. That's what Paul, the chief of the Pharisees, taught us. You're Abraham's seed. See, that's why new believers, they read the Old Testament and they start locking up, you know. They don't know enough of the new covenant. People come in here and try to teach Pastor Tom and stuff. Like, "Uh uh-uh, buddy. He's been walking in this thing for a while. If he says something you don't understand, just wait. The Holy Spirit will reveal it to you. Amen. That's the right thing to do. Somebody come walking in off the street, start correcting the pastor or wants to give a word. We don't know you. Don't know nothing about you. Hold your peace. Let us, know, let us know you, nothing against you, but there's a lot of doctrines out there, amen? A lot of belief systems, and that's why a lot of y'all, even though I've been coming to this church many years, okay, said under the word many years, y'all still checking. He know what he's talking about. <laughs> I know, and that's good. Check, check, check. That's good. Keep checking and verifying. That's what we got that word of God for. OK, and that's why we, we check prophecy, because the prophets are hearing from God and they're revealing to the people. And they're revealing and they're outlining there can't be no false messiah in this day. OK, because that holds the key to our destiny, who we believe the messiah is, because that messiah comes to release authority. We get our authority from the Messiah. And if you got the wrong Messiah, guess what? You're not going to have any authority against the kingdom of darkness. That's why Pastor Tom teaches on the authority of the believer. But it ain't going to make no difference if, if we just, you know, skim over the prophets, the major prophecies, Isaiah 7, 14, Isaiah 9 and 6, Micah 5. I don't know anything about that. Never was taught about that. Yeah, Micah 5 says the, the Messiah is going to be born in Bethlehem. He's, he says it's going to be born in a specific place. Born in Bethlehem. Where was Jesus born? Somebody help me. Bethlehem. Okay, somebody talking about I'm the Messiah, but I was born in Turkey. I was born in some other part of the world. You ain't him, buddy. You ain't did these works. And you know what? You ain't, ain't died on the cross. You have not died on the cross, and you, you, didn't, you didn't take our sins to the cross, and you didn't take our sins to hell. And you certainly didn't get the dominion back from the enemy. So you're not the Messiah. Amen? Only you can do what God has for you. That's your dynamic. That's your uniqueness. You have a specific purpose. So why am I saying all this and driving these points home? Because each and one of you are going to be called to do a new thing, and it's going to be scary, and it's going to challenge you, and it's going to make you afraid. But you have to know that you know that you know that God is with you. And if you're, you're not challenged, you're not, you don't sense any fear there, and if you don't uh, sense a de- dependency on God, then you've gotta you got to find God. What am I to do next? What ministry am I to help? you got to find that new thing. Amen? you gotta keep, You got to te- keep things turning. A, a, a stale river that's not flowing is not a healthy river. You're receiving and you're giving. You're receiving and you're giving. You're receiving and you're giving as a river. Amen? That's what the river's talking about. Huh? And your well never runs dry, people of God. Amen. Amen. So God had made that, de- that declaration... Through his prophet, and it was verified there in in Matthew. So many prophecies verified and confirmed in the word of God. And the Bible, there's no other book like the Bible. Don't come talking to me about the Quran. There's no other book like the Bible. Many people try to destroy this word, and it's still here. And it's growing faster than it ever was. And you know who's the biggest proponent of pushing this Bible? The USA. Sounds like pride, but it's a fact. More missionaries are sent from the U.S. More Bibles are printed here in the U.S. More churches anywhere else other than the U.S. That's a, that's a, that's a kingdom statement. Amen. Amen. Alright, I'm gonna go to from Genesis, Genesis 28. I'm gonna I'm gonna read something to you. Okay, so Genesis. We got many stories in Genesis. You got Adam and Eve, so many uh rich stories. And uh they're also very good. But this uh scripture is talking about Jacob and uh those of you who are not quite familiar with Jacob, Jacob became Israel, and that's the nation that Israel is named after. It is it, because of Jacob. So, this is before his name was termed Israel. And uh, in this chapter, all of Jacob's elders, his mothers, his, his fathers, are recognizing that he needs a wife. But they're telling them, don't select a wife from Canaan, right? No, you need to go into Banana Ram. Banana Rama, where it is. Banana Ram, <laughs> one of the big biblical places, and get you a wife. What? What you saying? Are, are they prejudiced? No, they're not prejudiced, but they know that they are covenant people. And what does that mean? You can't be unequally, unequally yoked with an unbeliever. Why? Because that's more work. A relationship is work in itself, but then now you're going to have to wrestle with somebody who doesn't have the belief system, and let alone that, they, ha- they have all these many gods. Yep. So you can't get a good wife out of Canaan. They're, they're, they got too many gods, and they don't know the true and living God. So you have to go to a certain place to get a wife. Amen? All right. And Jacob went out from Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he lighted upon, this is verse 1, verse, I'm sorry, wait a minute, yeah, 28, I'm sorry, 28 and 10, that's where I'm at, that's where I'm going to start, okay, I think I I threw myself off there, all right, so 28, 10, all right, so Jacob has this on his heart, he's pursuing this, but this is what happens in in the interim. And Jacob went out from Beersheba, all right, this is a place in Israel, and went toward Haran, and he lighted upon a certain place, and he tarried there all night because uh, the sun was set and the rock of the stones of that place and put them for his pillows. Man, he's sleeping on a rock for pillow. And lays down and placed to sleep. And he dreamed, and behold, a ladder set up on the earth and the top of it reached to heaven and behold the angels of God ascending and descending on it and behold the Lord stood above it and said I am the Lord God of Abraham thy father and the God of Isaac the land wherewith thou liest to thee will I give it and thy seed shall be as the dust of the earth And thou shalt spread abroad uh, to the west, and to the east, and to the north, and to the south. And in thee and in thy seed shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And behold, I am with thee, and will keep thee in all places whither thou goest, and will bring thee again into this land. For I will not leave thee until I have done that which I have spoken. Uh, to the thereof, were you able to get that pick on there okay I, I was yeah that that's great, Cody, okay, I had selected a um, a pick uh, to have Cody up there, and um, again it's in Hebrews thirteen and five again, to drive the point home never, never ever, ever, never. What's that say? Never. Does it say never? Never. Never, right? Never? Your love never fails, never gives up, never runs out on me. Right? Never. I will never. So if if someone has an issue with God, right, it's on their end. They left. Because God said never. I mean, come on, man. He's the God who made heaven and earth. He's sitting here throughout the annals of time waiting for us and waiting. You talk about the scripture, love is patient. Man, he's patient. He's patient. He's kind. And he, he doesn't boast. But again, he, he's showing Jacob that I'm, I'm never going to leave you and I'm never going to stop until it's fulfilled prophecies about the kingdom of heaven it will be fulfilled it's just a matter of time amen God's will in us in our life it's going to be done it's its a promise it's, it's, it's a wrap okay and again in here it says where does it say that the blessing on on his life as an example for us. Again, the angels of God ascending and descending and behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, thy father and the God of Isaac, the land wherein thou liest. uh, To thee will I give it. The land where you are, I'm going to give it. Okay. So part of that prophecy where Jesus was going to be uh, brought forth in the earth. One of the reasons why is because of conflict in the earth. If you read the scriptures before that, Israel was in in controversy, in conflict with Syria. Why are most of the wars fought in the earth? Because of land, because of territory. Why are we warring over kingdoms? Because this earth belongs to us. But when God raises up a man, when God raises up a woman, it's to change that thing for the better. Amen? It's to change it. That's why he had to tell them, man, my people, I know they're, I know they're discouraged. I know they're hopeless. I know they're, you know, they lost their way because they're giving up of all this fighting and not seeing results, right? That's what begins to happen when your hope is fading away. You you have no hope. You're discouraged. Man, you're discouraged at your core because everything you see is against you. All your in- you're being surrounded by your enemies. So you need hope. You need vision. And that's what the prophets did for the people of God. They gave them vision. They gave them hope. They said, don't give up because God's got a plan. All right. God's going to bring another man, a mighty deliverer. He's going to raise them up from their own loins. He's going to raise them up and they're going to change. They're going to change some things in the earth. Amen. So you got conflict in the land. God says, I'm going to give you the land. I'm going to give because you're with me. You're not going to lose land because you're with me. My covenant is with you. All right. But the problem is, is that we haven't had our authority. That's why Jesus had to go to hell and get our authority back. He had to bruise Satan's head and give us back what belongs to us. How many of you tonight are ready to go back into the enemy's camp and take back what the devil stole from you. The devil has stolen your peace. Yes, he has. He's stolen things in your life that belongs to you. And you know it belongs to you. You deserve to have it back. I deserve to have everything back. Sevenfold return is the promise. Times seven. Amen. That's the book of the law. Amen. All of it's laid out here. The land. You're going to have a, a blessing, and multiplication on your life. Your children are going to prosper. They're going to be able to have kids and, and children's children because of my blessing on your life. All right, let's go to uh, John 3 and 2. I'm so glad I'm blessed. I'm so glad I'm Abraham's seed. I'm so glad that I'm a child of God. I'm a son of God. I'm so glad that greater is, in me, is he in me than he is in the whole world. I'm so glad that greater works I will do because my Lord has went to the Father. And the greatest work is Salvation. Because Jesus, when he walked the earth, he did many miracles, but he couldn't save anybody because he had to get the dominion back. He had to bury our sins. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. All right. John 3 and 2. What does it say? Let me turn there myself. All right. So this scripture, uh, we read it time and time again. And it's a, a character by the name of Nicodemus. And Nicodemus is, he's rich, all right? The Bible calls him a ruler. And he's coming to Jesus on the low. He's coming to Jesus at nighttime when nobody else could see. How many friends got friends like Nicodemus? You don't have to slip your hand up, huh? They don't want to like your, your Facebook page. They don't want to comment on uh, any of your posts. They don't want to go to your birthday party. Right? But they, you know, hey, I believe you're from God. Right? Because nobody can do the miracles, man, that you have done. He's at least acknowledging one thing. Amen? Jesus is doing many miracles. He's doing, he's turning the water into wine. Amen? He's cleansing the temple. He's walking in power. He's walking in authority. And even though they're religious leaders, they know he's different than any other man that they've been acquainted with. Because Jesus spoke with authority and he operated in authority, he operated in kingly authority. He says, But no man, no man can do those kind of miracles unless God is with them. And, saints of God, we're going to do miracles. Miracles are happening as we speak. Somebody is going to be debt-free. Amen. 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 Hey, Pastor Tom's ministry, Treasure Coast Victory Center, is a debt-free ministry. Buildings paid off. So if Pastor Tom is debt-free, it's going to fall on all of us. Amen? Amen. Amen. We believe it by faith. By faith. Amen. So financial miracles are ours. Physical miracles are ours. I declare supernatural weight loss in the atmosphere right now. Supernatural. Amen. Supernatural. Amen. All the organs, all the all the all the different systems operating according to their divine design. Their divine design. Amen. Healing healing is ours. Amen. Healing is ours. I declare that the food that we eat is going to take on a different and more powerful composition. Amen. Why can I do that? Because I'm a king. Amen. You're a queen. Amen. We have rulership by the spoken word. And we have the God kind of faith. Amen. Amen. A God speaks. He, he speaks and declares a thing and it shall be established. That's Job 22. All right. Amen. I'm not the only one saying this. I'm saying it because men that are greater than me, you know, I esteem in the natural realm. They're saying it. OK, you gave me a tape of just brother Jesse Duplantis. Amen. He, he, he's releasing stuff is happening. Amen. OK, so when the Egyptians left, when, when the people of God left the Egyptians, they, they were spoiled. OK, because they served over 400 years of, of labor in that environment without a payday. It's declared our payday is coming. Okay. God wants to prosper us because God wants us to see that's what succeed. That's why God is with us. He wants the kingdom government, our dominion to be established in the earth. That's why. Amen. So when you get the unction and you, you want to go to the next level of faith and it, it's all good. You see me up here singing because I love, I love to sing. Okay. Now, your opinion of my voice is totally different. (laughs) It's okay, right? All right? But whether we pray for somebody, all right? I've been praying and and declaring for people at work more, you know, with authority. i seen a man get healed. He had a brace on his hand, you know, and, and I'm talking to him. I'm sitting there opening up people's Internet accounts, TV accounts and stuff. That's what I do. Uh, In telecommunications, I've been in telecommunications over 20 years now, so I enjoy it. And uh, while I'm while I'm there, I'm integrating father's purpose, father's true purpose. Amen. And that's to share the love of God. And the moment I share it with him, it triggered his faith because he told me he shared with me that he was raised a Catholic. And he, he he gave me, you know, a few stories on when he was younger, how he used to sit and pray and believe God you know and I said in the name of Jesus brother because he told me what happened to his hand they couldn't name it all the experts couldn't name it but a week or so later he had that cast off and it was operational it was oper- I shared that story with my family on purpose because I knew God was gonna do something because I stood on faith I stood on the Word of God I declared it without fear what can man do to us that they haven't done already we fear God. We fear our Lord. We have a healthy fear, a healthy reverence for the Lord. Okay? Not that he wants to cast us into hell, but <laughs> you get the picture. He's, he's, he's supremely powerful and at the same time supremely, supremely loving. Amen? And that's what humanity has to be acquainted with is, is his superior power to love unconditionally. The, the agape love. There's no greater love than, than the love of Jesus. And so in this dispensation, we are getting acquainted with how much he loves us. There's nothing too good for us in this, in this world. If he, listen, if he gave Jesus Christ for us, no, nothing material is too good. Is this really not, it's not an issue. That's why Pastor Tom talks about don't get caught up in things. Don't let the things have you. You, have, you can possess a thing, but don't let it possess you because there's people that get crazy. It's a test. And when you have possessions and stuff, that can, that can, that's another test and another trial. That's why many people have to develop tis- discipline. Many people who uh, win the lottery, win large sums of money, they either end up without it in, in, within three years, and guess what? It's, life is a lot harder to do that scripture also says that a fool and his money will soon part amen so um, one thing I admire about uh, main man and his ministry and and his his ministry is going forth with with such great revelation knowledge and it's it's helping me in my life and uh, the way he gives it's just a testimony and it inspires me to give and to want to give more amen and I believe all of us at some point and at some level we can inspire, we can you know, inspire, encourage others to want to give into the kingdom. And when you love God, you want to give. Amen. You want to give. You, you don't have to be compelled. You don't have to be controlled. You don't have to be pressured to give. You want to give. Matter of fact, as soon as you receive it, it's almost gone. Amen. So, uh, amen. We are moving into a time of miracles. All the ministries are, are moving forth. I'm so glad and and so uh, uh pleased with my wife's ministry uh the women's ministry moving forth in power and 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 mighty deliverance and they've seen some awesome things and and I haven't been present in many of those meetings, but I hear testimonies after testimonies and and you bethany working working diligently and consistently for the children's ministries is just beyond beyond you know it's, it's such a wonderful thing to be able to minister to these uh, precious hearts and Jesus said suffer the children so they can come unto me their minds are so impressionable and they're so ready for Jesus Jesus wants and he loves the little babies and he protects them he protects the young ones amen amen i'm going to go to revelations uh 21 i know uh I may be going a little long here. How you guys feeling? You all right? Good. But all the ministries, I'm always thankful for. The sound ministry, the IT ministry is expanding. Um, the coffee house is expanding in the name of Jesus with their uh, ministry of love. Hallelujah. Uh, the couples ministry, uh, John and, and Heather, are are so steadfast and, and faithful in what they're doing and to ministering to couples, and none of us uh, take it lightly or take it for granted. Kingdom recovery, uh, uh, Lou, and, and also uh, mentioned Christina and their, their ministry for, for uh, prophetic psalmist and their ministry of worship, amen. We give thanks for them tonight, hallelujah. But miracles, miracles are ours. Dominion is ours, saints of God. So, Revelations 21, all right? So, from Genesis to Revelations, it's in the Word. I just highlighted just a couple of scriptures tonight to help stir you up. And uh, John the Revelator talking. Um, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. And there was no man, there was no more, sea. And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for a husband. So it was extremely beautiful. Uh, Verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven. I got to do the loud voice. Okay, you guys? So behold. Hold on a minute. Let me clear my voice. I'm falling flat, right? For the former things are passed away. Amen. It goes on and on, but it, it's, it's right there. God is with us. God is for us. God is not against us, uh, beloved of God. So as we uh, go home tonight, I pray that that's the dominant thought on your, on your mind and on your heart today, uh, knowing that you can do all things through Christ which strengthens you, amen, and that you leave empowered and encouraged. And as the Holy Spirit uh, ministers to your mind, he's going to start showing you the new thing for your life, amen. We just have a, a couple that was recently married, and they're embarking on a new thing. And, and in that new thing, I know they're saying, like, like, Lord, you know, we want this marriage to work. We want this marriage to be a success, hallelujah. So we commit this marriage to you. And to, for them to know and realize that God is for them. Amen. God is for them in their marriage. God is for them in, in newlyweds. God is, is for people who've been married 30, 40 years. God is still in our marriages and working and doing wonderful things. And for singles, praise the Lord. Amen. Singles, people, yeah. Singles, singles as a ministry. Jesus was single. Amen. Jesus was single. Amen. <laughs> amen so no pun on the singles jesus was single he had a single ministry he had a a, a ministry that was without sin amen and it was consecrated holy to god so if if you have the grace to be single praise the lord we give god all the honor so i'm just going to close in prayer heavenly father we praise you we glorify you we thank you that you are lord over our life and you're such a good daddy We love you. We honor you today, Father God. We just thank you for this uh, spoken word today. We thank you for the rhema word, and we also thank you for your logos word, Father God. We thank you that it's going to cause transformation in our life, and we're going to believe you at your word, Father God. For there's no other greater than you, Lord God. There's no name under uh, heaven greater than the name of Jesus Christ. And we give you all the praise and glory. Amen. 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 Thank you for coming. See you Sunday.